from the PHLY Phillies podcast here at the PHLY studios. It is our Friendsgiving uh, and a salute to all of you, our friends here in the chat that join us, listen along uh, and follow along with uh, Philly's sicko behavior. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. So uh, an extended Friendsgiving from us here at PHLY offices to all of you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we have quite a spread out there, Renee, including some red wine. And I thought, you know, it's a Friendsgiving and somebody went out of their way to bring the wine in yeah. and it was there and it was presented to me. Uh, so I said, well, it'd be rude of me not to have a little red with my lunch today. I, I agree. I mean, it, everything that was bought today for Friendsgiving yeah, was exactly everything. to be tried, yeah. ate, drank. So be merry and enjoy. Yeah. It is wild. Thanksgiving is one week away. I know. Um, and things are cooking up. But well, you were cooking all morning over a, a, a glazed ham out there. That's getting I did, some guys, rave reviews. I told, first of all, I didn't realize a lot of people don't have more than one meat at their and. No, we are just a turkey family. Don't cook family. more than one thing. I don't cook more than one meat for their Thanksgiving. Let's leave the meat out of this. <laughs> but I have always had like multiple. It's it's ham, turkey, chicken. Sometimes great. even adding in like some brisket or something barbecued, um, mixing it up. But, I do want to smoke one year. Like I, I want to smoke a turkey, obviously. Huh. <laughs> oh, mom, I'm going for a walk around the neighborhood. Go the dog's got to go out. Everybody comes back in like, oh, mom, Jamie wants turkey. to smoke, guys. Uh, I want to smoke a turkey because I have a smoker. I haven't gotten into it yet because, oh, because it's such a process. But I would love to smoke like a ham and a turkey one year or a chicken, a beer can chicken, whatever it may be. I want to I want to smoke some meats. Uh, some meats, guys. Some meats. Uh, one yeah, year for sure. I love that. I love that. And welcome everybody into the chat. I know we're saying so many things already. So many pause moments that we've got already. Uh, it's, <laughs> a lot of meat talk. We're talking about food. We're talking mm -hmm. about you know all types of. There's no other terminology really besides what we're saying. So Smoking Dave, meat. Matt, Eugene, John. Happy Friendsgiving. Yes, um, I here, hope here. you guys are having more than one meet at your Thanksgiving. Add in something else. Add in some great sides. And I'm still going to stick by my my thought that uh, certain things are not Thanksgiving food. Green bean casserole, I'm looking at you. Salad. The only I didn't even realize, Jamie. I'm going to just say this before we Salad move on. Salad doesn't take up lot, any stomach real estate. We have a lot estate. to get into today. Just and I greases feel like, the tracks. It helps you the next day. I feel like it's going to be a long show. But listen, listen to your elders. I'm trying listen. to teach you. I have never had an actual like Caesar. I love a good Caesar salad or antipasta salad or it's something usually, like that. It's like a but fruit I, or like, um, what do they call those little, what, uh, pom, uh, no, pomer, has, I mean, there will be fruit the at palm. Thanksgiving. Pama, um, pomegranate. Like, yeah. Pomegranate. It'll be like a pomegranate. Like that's a waste of space. Light. No, it doesn't take up anything. Just, I don't mind a good fruit salad, but if you're talking about salads with greens with lettuce yeah, yeah, yeah. too, like soup it's mixed course. in there. We do apps, oh, no. soup and salad course, the main show. So and and you space it out. The soup and salad we do like an hour before the main meal, and then you go back to watching football for an hour, rub your belly, have a couple more drinks, then come back in for the main attraction. So we have totally different experiences at Thanksgiving. Um, 
Definitely watching the games is the same. Games are on all day, but all we're watching is game yeah, to game coursing. to game. Yeah. We do have, you know, everybody says grace together. We have our first plate. There's never, you might have fruit. There's no soup and there's no salad. This is this oh. is not Panera bread. Don't, like, don't, we're not the soup and salad. Because, because there's so many other things. That's a, that's soup a waste. Soup is delightful. <sighs> Again, greens, <laughs> candy yams, uh, cranberry yams sauce. Overrated. Cranberry right out of the can. It's, uh, oh, God. It hits good. It does. Okay. I was getting nervous with your reaction. I wasn't sure. No, cranberry out of the Mac can is delightful. Cheese, I don't need the fancy corn, cranberry. No, 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 like no, no. All, all the sides. So there's, no, and then you go back for the second plate and you get the things that you missed. So we don't do courses. You do make sure you've had a chance to get everything on your plate. You go uh, plate one, whatever doesn't fit, plate its own one. Course. Go, yeah, on another day. No. What? It's great. Yeah. Soup on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's usually a Thanksgiving ish themed soup. Oh, man. Some kind totally of Totally different experience. So, anyway, out on the here. table out there, we have Renee's glazed ham. <laughs> Tyler provided some wine, which I'll be partaking in today. I can't um, wait to get some wine. Coach made some seafood bisque, which I still haven't gotten into yet. Uh, he made some delightful, like, little seafood rice poppers. And we are going to be posting on social of a guess that dish of who you think made the dish. So we're giving uh, you some answers right now. Oh, I didn't know but we were doing that. So I, I know. will shut up You're, It's fine because it's an it's an exclusive for people that uh, watch the show. You get some answers. And yeah. there's no prize, but we all know we like to win. So we will be uh, having <laughs> you, an opportunity. Eugene Krabs, down boy. We just started. We're six oh minutes into the gosh. show. Oh, my gosh. Good Lord. We're talking about Thanksgiving and family <laughs> and being grateful. And you've got time. Tyler and JB over here. Yeah, Mickey knows. Butternut squash soup. My Aunt Weezy makes the butternut squash. I love, I, okay, yeah. I love soup, just not on Thanksgiving. Soup doesn't take because up any space. Because you have to prioritize. You have to prioritize what you're... Soup and listen, salad won't hurt you. We, what? Okay. Cornbread, biscuits. You've got your breads. You've got your meats. You've got your sides. You've got your dessert. Yeah. Banana... Oh, pudding. yeah, my mom makes a banana the walnut best, bread. My aunt makes the best banana pudding with the oh, chunks of pudding. the wafers. Mm, will change your vanilla, life. Vanilla wafers will change your life, and uh, a little bit of chunk of banana it will change your life forever. See, mm, so that's banana. why there's no room for certain things because you gotta go with the heavy hitters. I like the taste of banana. I like it in theory, but anytime texture gets involved with banana, I become so out. it's not. It's like it's like a pudding texture, but Put, it's with pudding, a banana flavor. Pudding and yogurt kind of weird. And me then out a the wafers bit. make it kind of the like, wafers you got. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's vanilla, just, vanilla wafers oh. are the most slept on cookies I think ever. Oh, I'm gonna bring some in one day. Vanilla wafers are, are what are, vanilla cookies? They're just vanilla, whatever they are. Wafers, yeah, cookies, whatever you want to call them. Cookie. They're I don't delightful. Know. I think I don't it's know. a cookie. Is it a wafer? Well, it's called a vanilla wafer. Yeah. It's so a wafer. I would imagine it's a wafer, but is but a it's, wafer it's a cookie? It's a cookie. It's a cookie. Right. It's all just delicious. It's okay. A cookie. Um, thank you, MBDBDBF. Yeah, listen, my Thanksgivings for my family, we put it down. I help cook. I'm I'm on the turkey and the and the ham. That's what I do. Um, and help cook. But it is absolutely all about having a wide selection. It's it's healthy-ish. You know, I won't say we're the most healthy, apparently, because yeah. we're not eating soups and salads. But we will we I will share. I will share some pictures and stuff on social media. Don't so, you worry. So, um, Chris, our social, before we get to the, the baseball talk that I, <laughs> I assume people are here for, I can talk Thanksgiving Thanksgiving all day. Uh, Chris, our social media coordinator, went around and asked everybody uh, most overrated and underrated, and that'll be out later. You can catch the whole staff. That's um, a tough one, though. It was pretty challenging. What did, what did you say for your most I can't overrated? say. People have to watch. But I will say, what was your most I already, I already gave my answer um, because I talked, I talked about it yesterday. Do you remember the green bean casserole? 
Oh, I should have said that answer, but that, you know what? I went based off what's at my Thanksgiving, and that's never even at my Thanksgiving, so it's not an option. I don't think it's typically at ours. <laughs> I just like it. I just don't what's, think it's, again, so I don't the think overrated? it's. I forget. Mac I can't remember cheese. six hours ago, let alone yesterday. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is not a Thanksgiving food. I thought we covered that. I, we, no, we covered that green bean casserole is not a Thanksgiving food. More so. But mac and cheese is absolutely a Thanksgiving food. I mean, the Pilgrims more likely had green beans on the table. We're not going based off what the Pilgrims the had. They didn't have TVs oh, either, mean, but we're watching games, aren't we? Yeah, they didn't have air fryers either, but Brussels sprouts are better in the air fryer. All right. We don't even have Brussels sprouts at Thanksgiving, <laughs> although they're very delicious too. But certain vegetables, mm, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, save those for another day. All right. So, so yeah, let's get back into baseball, I, I guess, guess. I guess we're here to talk I guess, baseball, you know, right? If you guys, do you guys want to talk baseball or should we still talk about uh, Thanksgiving? All right. So as, Vote is for baseball. as I pull up our show <laughs> note sheet, because I'll talk turkey all day, uh, I just saw a tweet gobble, from Alex gobble. Coffee from the Philadelphia Inquirer, who does a great job for the Inquirer. Uh, this is a Yamamoto Ooh. story, and he is um, – <laughs> I wish I had turkey-themed flip-flops, John Dickerson. Um, he is, you know, kind of shaping up to be here in the rumor mill, perhaps their first or second uh, priority. Depends what you believe between Nola and Snell. But Yamamoto might be uh, the number one prospect. <laughs> Alex Coffey's tweet, uh, which alludes to her article, is, quote, They've done significant work on Yamamoto. Most teams have sent scouts to see him, but I would say the Phillies should be considered one of the top five or six suitors for him. I was really hoping Alex would say top two or three suitors for him. Five or six um, widens that pool a substantial amount, and this comes on the heels of John Heyman yesterday with Bleacher Report saying that Yamamoto has a preference for the West Coast. Boo. Okay. And, and look, at the end of the day, money talks. If you pay him $30 more million than somebody on the West Coast, you'll probably get him. But that is something to combat in this, um, if that's the reality. And John Heyman has a pretty good relationships with agents. Uh, so he's taking what he's being fed and dishing it out. And that kind of sucks. It does. It does. So here's really my thought on all the rumors and what makes it most entertaining is every day we're hearing conflicting, changing things. So one day it's the that game of you want to be in the warm weather. One day it's you want to be somewhere where there's four seasons. The next day you want to be somewhere with a team that starts with a consonant. The next day you don't want any consonants or a lot of consonants. The next day you want to be by the beach. Then you want to be in the city. Then you want to be in a top market. Then you want to be in a small market. It's all over the place. And it's Fun to watch. So I will say with Yamamoto, not only did I hear the rumors that he has a preference of being on the West Coast, then I turned around and heard other rumors because why not have some conflicting, contradicting types of things? And uh, let me just find it exactly the wording. Yamamoto also has interests, according to, um, let me scroll all notes, words. Here we are. Okay. Notes, words, no- <laughs> uh-uh. notion, so- <laughs> John Heyman, John Morosi, Ken Rosen, all right, Jason Zarp. So- One potential factor obviously has been geography. He has been having an interest in the West Coast. But then there's also some rumors that are coming out that he has interest in playing in certain markets based off of their history. So, for instance, instance, Andy Martino (laughs) of SNY, and the SNY gives me the clue that it's 
pretty biased he's saying this said Yamamoto is said to be quote intrigued by the prestige and iconography 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 depending on how you want to say, say it say, say that for five, 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 <laughs> I know. iconography of the Yankees and then also sure, there were reports that. that he's interested in playing with the Red Sox because he's he's got a teammate there and also the history there we also heard reports that the Red Sox may not be interested in him it's just so speculatory and it's all over the place so while we're hearing on one side he wants to be on the west coast we're hearing on the other side he's also got interest in teams like toronto which last i checked my map toronto is not on the west coast but i believe it is the most international major city on our continent Right, so, so that could be it's, appealing. It's, and that's the thing. There's, Good it's, Japanese it's all over scene the there in Toronto. It's, You're playing indoors, not like you have to, you know, pitch in the in the winter. Um, Toronto's yeah. supposed to be awesome uh, if they have the money to pony up. Um, you well, know, they have a couple of nice pieces there, so I mean, it could make sense. I uh, I'm beginning to turn pessimistic about the Phillies' <laughs> chances of getting them unless they pony up because it all, you know, all that stuff like you just said is great, and players can say whatever they want. It all comes down to money. It does. Money absolutely talks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> especially if we're talking an additional 25 or 30 million. Um, we'll see what happens. Maybe we could lean on um, our, our governor, Josh Shapiro, to um, exempt him from the state income tax. Maybe we could uh, try and weasel some things there to make uh, yeah. the Pennsylvania offer a little more enticing. Um, the Yankees aren't what they used to be. Um Red Sox aren't either. The Phillies are where it's at, Yamamoto. Come here, please. Well, also, according to Marusi, uh, five of the six teams that have been reportedly connected to Yamamoto finished in the top half of team payrolls in 2023. Yeah. The Yankees, of <laughs> course, at second, uh, that $278 million. Uh, so, yeah, as we're talking about, the, the fact that Yamamoto is expected to get a whomping about nine-year, $225 million deal, we have consistently heard the heavy hitters in the conversation, uh, the ones that can afford to dish out the cash. Because so, like John is saying in the chat, money talks, bullshit walks. Yes. Do you think we could get him an Angelo's pizza and cheesesteak sent to him wherever he is? That might really seal the deal. So if he's Maybe looking at like Nick's roast pork, icon the iconic places. Has he had a soft um, pretzel with some warm cheese? I mean, you know, I would like think these that's are the, the questions foods. that need to be asked. Could win you over. Does he know what pork roll is? Is he a fan of Scrapple? If he's a fan of Scrapple, why would you go to California? Well, do you want to be out there where you don't have like the seasons Taking and you of have air and eating yeah, soybeans? Like, like come on. California might fall off the country at some point. Gonna, like, do you want to be out there on the, on the beach board versus walk. being on the East Coast where you break could your deal with careers in jeopardy? You could be biking and be yeah. hit by a car, or that's, you, know, you that just never know what's going to happen. A wild one. <laughs> just never know what's going to happen on the East Coast. So, I mean, Philly specifically, Dave, you can. Yeah, Dave says make him the the uh, the mayor. Just give him CIL City. I like it. I mean, it. the real estate price is down uh, there. Yamamoto City? Yeah, sure. Simoto? Simoto <laughs> City? Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, MBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDBDB
Uh, I think San Fran's more I expensive. Think, I think I it's think actually Hoboken, New York, and San Fran. Oh, the top we even have three. to add our local area. Although well, New York, is New York, is, no, screw that. You're New York and Hoboken would be out of the picture because if you're playing for the Yankees, you know where you're gonna live. You're gonna be living in a, yeah. in a shoebox in New York, or you're gonna be in San Francisco. I remember I watch a lot of HGTV, and you can get a solid like 600 square foot apartment in on yeah. in that area for about. Seven hundred thousand dollars, where you can come here and for seven hundred thousand dollars you can be living like a king. Okay, I just think uh, so this, financially doesn't make sense. This one, you might be right. San Diego may have I taken think San the Diego, lead. I remember this hearing is, was uh, HGTV baby. US gives News me all the knowledge. As <laughs> San Diego, Los Angeles, Honolulu, Miami, Santa Barbara, San Francisco. It's top all 10. California. It's top ten. Uh, but New York's number eleven. I don't buy that. Uh, but anyway. So the exactly, the teams that you're looking at are top 11 yeah, for the most expensive markets to live in in the country. So even though you might make a, you might get a good deal on paper, you're spending all of that money just to live in a yeah. shoebox. Come on to Philly. It just doesn't make sense for them. Haddonfield, you can join the rest of your Philly's teammates over there. Oh my God, nice get a lot town. of land. Yeah. It's nice and quiet. You're close to the beach. You're close to the city. I think we should be the ones having these conversations because clearly we know how to schmooze somebody. Neil, <laughs> uh, obviously, if you have elite money, living in California <laughs> every day would be amazing. What Keep do you that mean you'd rather chat. live in California than Philly? He might be. Or he South might be Jersey. watching right now. Yeah. Neil, shh. <laughs> Don't tell him that. Gosh. Uh, so I Tyler writes up here, 25 thoughts. million a year in PA is 15.02. $25 million a year in California, only 12.49. So You're losing. So is it really a, a deal? Yeah. You might be getting a bigger deal on paper, but when you go through the process at the end of the year, you're not getting more money. You're getting less money. Bam. Yeah. We're just trying to help you out. We are. We're just, you know what? We're very selfless and we want to make sure we're helping out everybody that we can like Yamamoto. So um, come to Philly. Don't listen Yamamoto real quick. Uh, San Diego might have perfect weather. Just year round. You think my is not? That's why it's so expensive. That's why. I think it's literally That's why I was watching people literally pay $700,000 to live in a 600 square foot apartment. I didn't make that up. That's facts because they want to be near good weather it's really, and it's beautiful it's out there. It's really amazing it's out there. It's actually beautiful out but there. But the Padres suck. That's, that's a about loser here. organization. You don't want to do that. At what expense? Yeah. You live out there, beautiful weather. You can be surfing. You can get a nice tan. I, you, I get you it. Surf Maybe get some, Go to LBI. some fish tacos and stuff. They got stuff, the original Ron Johns. I know. We got a lot to We offer. got a lot going on here. Yeah. Go, shoot, you can go to Atlantic City. Yeah. You can go to Wildwood. You might have, you might have you a go to Seattle. You know? Right. Who knows? We got options here. Uh, yeah. Look, Mickey Durkin's even saying his wife makes amazing homemade pasta and sauce. You can get some homemade food. We're having Friendsgiving. You can come join us for Friendsgiving. Yeah. We got I, mean, I, don't even know, I don't even know what else we can, we can dish out because we're just... If the team really matters. If you need some help locking down... Yamamoto, you know who to call. I'm saying, I, I, he's probably in here. My watching. phone is right we here. I'm ready. I'm ready for the call. I'm ready for the call. Uh, so yeah, that's the stuff that came out on him yesterday. So hopefully, you know. One more thing, John is saying in the chat. Uh, he was stationed in San Diego for a year. It rained three times. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Who wants to deal with rain three times out of the year? I know it's terrible. Um, <sighs> yeah, those. Those are nice, but you do have to pay. It's the weather tax out there. You got to pay for yeah. it. So we're just looking out for his finances. So come to Philadelphia. We're so friendly. Uh, I can get you a two bedroom in Northern Liberties for a great deal. Yeah, Save all know. that money. Yeah. just He's coming here now. Exactly, Greg. Thank yeah. you, guys. We don't need to have this show anymore. Uh, That's a wrap for us here because uh, we just locked in Yamamoto. I feel good about what we just did. I, I feel great. Yeah. I'm excited to have him in a Phillies uniform. Uh, so John Heyman went on to say a couple more things. Um, and... <laughs> 
As a photo shoot leaves our offices. Uh, They're just models walking around. <laughs> just this like gorgeous six foot two woman doing a photo shoot in our offices. Um, anyway, back. Sorry, distracted. I try not to look over there, and then I saw this like. There's just a model. There's literally a whole photo shoot happening in our office right now. It's just you know what? It's just one just one of them days. Yeah, yesterday there's was a Fletcher lot Cox. going on. Yeah. yeah, like Fletcher was here yesterday. Today we have models. I mean, this we is just how we do. Great. The roof is awesome for oh, uh, yeah. sight lines of the city. So it feels um, a little terrifying sometimes, but it's awesome. Yeah. At the same time. Uh, so John Haven went on to cut, say one more thing that kind of caught my attention because I, I was a real loser and watched his whole Bleacher Report um, <laughs> hit he did while watching the Sixers game last night. Oof. I muted the Sixers game, watched and listened to John Heyman, took a couple notes. Uh, and yes, Arson Judge, maybe this is the year he gets to San Francisco. Uh, we'll find out. Um he went on to say something that kind of shook me a little bit on the free agent starting pitching market, and that is that eight teams are looking for multiple starting pitchers. He said he's never heard of that many teams looking for multiple starting pitchers in one offseason before. The teams that he listed, uh, Cardinals, Mets, Red Sox, Cubs, Dodgers, Pirates, Angels, Giants. Um the problem with that is they, most of them, have serious money to spend. The Pirates are the one um, that probably doesn't, uh, but the Angels have wasted two generational talents because they've never been able to get pitchers. Uh, the Giants are desperate for a winner out there, um, and they have money to spend. Uh, the Dodgers, we all know their money. Uh, the Cubs, Chicago is going to look to make a splash. Big money there. Boston Red Sox, big money there. And then the Mets... Uh, with Steve Cohen, the richest owner in baseball, and the Cardinals, who are apparently after Nola and others. Um, so this makes it um, a pitcher's dream because they're all about to get paid. It also means the price has gone up on probably the majority of these guys, and it's going to be an extremely competitive, tough market. Uh, and that's what leads us maybe into some trade talk. But that's a lot of teams looking for multiple starting pitchers. That kind of sucks. Listen... I live under the idea that all money is not good money. And as you're reading through that list, the direct deposits hit the, the <laughs> same. As you're reading through that list, the Dodgers, the Cubs, probably the main ones that I'd heavily be interested in. If you're which, Yamamoto or I mean, any of the starting pitchers, Snell. Now it's a, it just depends on what you're looking for. I mean, someone I mean, like Boston, Shohei Otani cool. is looking for, I want to win now. So you're not going to go to, although it's a shame because one of these starting pitchers can make these teams from being out of the playoffs or, you know, right to, to being a, a playoff team. But I don't think there's as much of a draw in my opinion, for uh, for some of these teams. I, I, think just, if you're a base I feel like all they're doing is raising, because it's a bidding war, what's frustrating is all they're doing is raising the prices on things. But um, eight teams is a lot. And when we look at the number of starting pitchers that we absolutely would want in Philly, it's a little less than eight. Uh, so it is concerning because someone like Yamamoto at 25 years old, you might be wanting to go to a build um, someone like Blake Snell, Cy Young winner, uh, someone like Shohei Otani, you know, Otani, I, I, you know I'm trying to think if I should censor myself or not, because I noticed something looking at Blake Snell's picture today. <laughs> oh no. Um, have you ever heard Pete Davidson talk about his butthole eyes? 
Blake Snell to me kind of has butthole eyes. Anyway, moving I, on. Probably should have censored myself, but uh, Pete Davidson made it a thing, and it's in my I brain. Don't, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm just gonna let you stay on that comment yourself. Um, it's Friendsgiving. I'm not talking about butthole eyes. I'm just gonna sit my tea and let you carry on. Uh, so I might be out on Blake Snell after that realization this morning. I don't. I'm just. Cons- <clears throat> I don't. Okay. Yep. No, that's okay. fine. We can I don't know on. about the butthole eyes comment, oh, so Pete I don't Davidson, know what that means, and yeah. I don't know if I want to know what that means. I'm sure some of you in the chat, Eugene Krabs, I'm looking at you, also know what that means. Tyler, based on your smile over there, I feel like oh, you know what he, that here's, means. Here's the thing. Even if you don't want to know, Jamie's going to tell you anyway. I, no, so I'll just, leave, I'll just really leave it there. I'll leave it up Should there. Should I Google it? Is no, that probably not. Google? Probably not. <laughs> if you do, just make sure you include Pete Davidson in it, uh, because that was a thing for like a couple months All on right, the internet. I'm people curious. Were, people were calling him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. So yeah, Blake Snell dropped to the bottom of my list after after realizing that this morning. Um, so yeah. Anyway, starting pitchers as uh, our our account there in the chat and, and shout out to everybody in the chat just said starting pitchers yesterday's price is not today's price. Um, so yeah, these guys are about to get paid, and the fact that teams are after multiple starting pitchers is. Pretty alarming, and I hope uh, you know Dave Dombrowski and these and Brian Barber and these guys have their game plan ready to execute on because the winter meetings are not very uh, far away, and um, it's gonna get it's gonna get heated up. And one of the things that could be heated up is the trade market as well. Uh, it was our show graphic today. That guy Corbin Burns. I can't stop um, thinking about that as like my top. Like him and Yamamoto are close, uh, but Corbin Burns still really entices the hell out of me. And yesterday on The Athletic, uh, Jim Bowden, who is a a great baseball guy, proposed some trades. He gave his top five trades, former executive in the game, uh, for Corbin Burns that could land a deal for the ace. And Renee, I hate to tell you and the listeners uh, the Phillies were not one of the five he proposed. Now, that's not scripture. You know, it's not gospel that these are the five teams that are going to trade for him. Uh, but kind of sucks. So what really sucks is yesterday, well, every day there's a new batch of rumors it. that we're hearing. It's like a new batch is cooking. And it's exciting. And then... Today, I felt like was the first day I was kind of looking. I was like, wait a minute. I don't I don't really see the Phillies on many lists, honestly. Like, we talked Corbin Burns. We've talked Shohei Otani. We've talked Yoshinobu Yamamoto. It's good work by you. However, when I'm seeing these lists that came out for these guys in terms of their top potential landing spots, it's not the Phillies anymore. Like they were in the they were in the mix anymore. We weren't we didn't see yeah. them. I didn't see them. So that has me really concerned because I was loving the fact that it seems like Dave Dombrowski and the Phillies have been so actively in conversations, and they probably still are. It's just rumors, it's just speculatory. But it does make me a little bit nervous because as we mentioned, eight different teams looking for a starting pitcher. And as the lists keep coming out and it's like top five, top three, I'm scrolling through, I'm looking. And I'm not seeing the Phillies. So that list, honestly, Jamie, had the most concern because of that. It doesn't mean a ton. It doesn't mean a ton, but I'd like to continuously see uh, the yeah, Phillies. Yeah, I like in, being in the mix, in right? The mix. <laughs> and it makes me nervous because as we're talking about the hot stove and everything cooking up and all the potentials for the Phillies, what would make this so depressing 
is if we fast forward, and I don't even no, want to say it. I'm not going to say it. Will, I'm not going to finish my sentence. They will 100 percent get someone of <laughs> of that two three caliber oh, pitcher. Oh man, it just makes me nervous. They, because they definitely will. We have. I like Dave Peace thinking. The quieter the Phillies are, the more dangerous they are. Okay, sure. I, I can go with that. I can live I can, with that. I'll get behind you and rock with that, Dave. Um, Watch so, your wording there. <laughs> Ooh, We've got an yeah, appropriate pause. folks here. Yeah, We've got some inappropriate really. folks here. Yeah. So, I mean, you caught that one. I think I've already corrupted your, oh, your brain. Oh, my um, Lord. So, yeah, we'll look at that. And Jim Bowden, yes, predicted Aaron Nola was going to get $125 million over five years. He was probably very off on that one. And Jim Bowden gets things wrong, too. Uh, but the five teams he put out as the top candidates for Corbin Burns, the Baltimore Orioles would make sense. You know, World Series caliber team. He would really push them over. The Los Angeles Dodgers, their starting pitch in desperation is palpable. Makes a ton of sense. The Arizona Diamondbacks, I don't really buy. He puts them in there uh, because they have some decent prospects. The Texas Rangers make sense. They're looking to make a big splash. Uh, and then the San Francisco Giants, who, again, make sense because they are desperate to have a winning team out there again because it is a really good baseball town. Uh, so those were the teams he threw out yesterday. I uh, just thought I'd mention those because it made me a little sad not to see the Phillies in them. It made me very sad not to see the Phillies there. I mean, that's what I, I'm essentially scrolling through when I'm reading, looking for not only the information, but also, okay, what are the potential reasons why one of these starting pitches would go somewhere else? And what are the potential reasons they'd go to the Phillies and continuously see um, the Phillies in the mix had me encouraged. And then today I was like, whoa, wait a minute. It's been 20, about 24 hours, and it's been some radio silence. But uh, Corbin Burns, I'm, I'd like to keep the faith going. Uh, absolutely. Um, so that is something that, you know, makes me nervous, but I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to try to be optimistic. Really quickly, going back to Yamamoto really really fast. I know we're, we're moving along here, and I don't want to slow things down. But um, hot there was train, also— train, Hot stove train is on the tracks, Renee. There was also the question about his height, because Yamamoto is 5'10". He's a little and, guy, yeah. you know, only two of 189 pitchers who started 10-plus games this past season are 5'10 or shorter, Sonny Gray being one of them, Marcus Stroman being the other. Um, so, I, I mean, the concerns are coming out. The question marks are coming out. The <laughs> rumors are coming out. But at the end of the day, I need to see more All right. for the Phillies. Here's a trivia first between you and Tyler to get it. A low-key, dominant, little man pitcher in the last 25, 20 years that kind of gets forgotten about more than anyone. It's kind of a random. It's not really like a trivia. But this guy was little, threw gas, one World Series, one Cy Youngs, and kind of gets almost like forgotten mm. about a little bit. Tim Lincecum. Yes. Tyler got it. I think Tim Lincecum, like, he had like a six-year stretch of being like absolutely Filthy. dominant. Disgusting. Like Dis gross stuff. So good. And he just kind of gets like forgotten about a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, you know, you never mentioned Tim Lincecum in, like, modern-day great pitchers, so, but he was absolutely one of them. Tim Lincecum falls into a category of winning uh, of, of one of four players. My dad gave me this trivia question the wow. other day. One of four players to win multiple Cy Youngs, multiple World Series, and throw multiple no-hitters. Wow. wow. Four? One of one four. Of one, one of four. four. Since, like, wow. yeah, so since the Cy Young was created, it's one of four. Dave got it, too. Yeah, good work, Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah and, and somebody else says Pedro was. That's the thing. I mean, hey, as we talk about the lack of you know talent that we've seen from the Japanese league, also the height thing. I'm all for somebody that's trailblazing and, and adding to oh, he it. He was blazing, and, and, all right. Yeah. 
Tim Lincecum was a I meant uh, pothead. Yamamoto, but yes, okay. Like, that I don't too. know what Yamamoto. He doesn't look like a pothead. To no, me. he doesn't actually. Jersey's recreational. PA's medical. I mean, there's you never know. You, you know, never know. He's, he's twenty five. He's <laughs> in the prime of his youth, I guess you could say. Yeah. So I, I like the fact that Yamamoto has a chance to, you know, really change some some odds in a number of ways. If uh, Pedro better than Lincecum, Greg MC says. Yes, for the career. Uh, but, you know, if you're talking five years, that, that's a really good debate. It's still Pedro. It's still Pedro, <laughs> but it's a really good debate. Like, if you just took their best five-year sample mm. size, because Lincecum didn't have the longevity of Pedro. If you just stacked it, Tyler, uh, if you did picture A, you know, the famous Twitter yeah, thing that everybody yeah. does? One is picture A, one is picture B. Side-by-side -side stats, I bet you... That's a much tougher debate than yeah, you think it is. Yeah, I don't know about that. If you take 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, Pedro posted a 1, 9, 2, 8, 2, 0, 1, 7, 2, 3, 2, 2, and 1, 3 Cy Youngs. Yeah, Pedro. Well, Linsicum won, what, two Cy Youngs? So, here's what I'm going to say. Pedro is the best pitcher of my lifetime. I firmly uh, will stand behind oh. that. Oh. Of your lifetime. Your my, lifetime so, and my lifetime so are not the same. 93 is, like, so, I, I, listen, I have utmost respect for Maddox and Randy Johnson and some of these new guys like Verlander and Kershaw and Scherzer. Pedro Martinez is the best pitcher I've, I've ever I mean, he's to absolutely top three. I'm just trying to think, like, who could dethrone him? That's a good debate for another the, the only, the only yeah, one the that I, just took a turn. The only one that I could consider any. would be, like, Randy Johnson might be up there because of the longevity. Um, Roger Clemens is probably up there. Clemens is definitely up there. But, but to me, Pedro is the best. Maddox, I think, is up there. He's the best pitcher of my Oof. lifetime. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not saying a hot Randy take Johnson's by any Johnson's four straight Cy Young winner, winning years. I mean, hey, it's, it's, it's definitely fun, something to Those think are about. the fun barroom like, baseball debates. I could have that for an hour over a couple <laughs> beers pretty easily. Um, MBD says it might be Randy Johnson for a five-year period. He won four straight Cy Youngs. That's... That's insane. I just read that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you? Uh, <laughs> Literally like two seconds ago. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I, I don't remember. All that Randy during the steroid era. <laughs> well, yeah, but if everybody's doing it, then I think the whole league should be juiced. Just let everybody take steroids. I don't care. Steroids are not good for you. Okay. HGH. Oh my gosh. No. Just have an, an HGH league. What? Yeah. And extend the stadium walls like another 75 feet. Uh, yeah, and Doc Halliday, Martian Lynch says, you know, his five-year prime, like, that's a fun one. Anyway. Getting on, okay. Yeah, that, that's a that's a baseball rabbit hole we could go down another day. I'm, I'm stuck on the steroids and HGH, but it's fine. Well, what's wrong with that? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> if they want to, they know what they're doing. It's their bodies, their life. I just want to see the long balls. Oh, I want to see guys Lord. throwing 112 miles an hour on every pitch. What's Whatever the, it takes, right? That'd be great. Yeah. Um, so I know we're we're moving along here, and I wanted to just drop in the quick updates because I know as we're we're on the watch, I know we, there's plenty to talk about, but we're also on the watch for everybody that's a, a, a top pitcher um, and a top available player. So Shohei Otani, um, there's been more conversations, of course, that have continuously been happening. Um, now Toronto's looking as a front runner as well. Uh, ESPN's Jeff Passan is one that reported this, linked Toronto to him, saying that they've they've been doing a lot this offseason or plan to do a lot this offseason and quote want to do something big. The Cubs continuously have their names in the mix for a number of teams, a number of yeah, players, Cubs excuse me. seem desperate. Including, yeah, exactly. So the Cubs are definitely in the mix, so it appears. Um, so two other, those two teams to keep an eye on. We've talked about some others with them. And then also with Josh Hader, MBDBDBF, 
Um, I know your ears are ringing. So uh, there's been reports Josh Hader might be favored to go to Texas. Um, the Rangers looking to still make sure they can add a closer. Seems like and, his profile would fit the state. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so Bob Nightingale of USA Today wrote that from the general manager meetings earlier this month um, that the Rangers were saying it's hard, or it came out that it was hard to find a single executive who is not predicting that Hater will ultimately um, be a Ranger. Huh. Everybody feels like Hater's going to be a Ranger. And so that was tied to which one, Nightingale or Passing? Nightingale, Nightingale said that one. A lot of, apparently a lot of executives are predicting haters going to Texas. So just some things to keep an eye on. Everybody, all the hot stove updates and rumors and stuff continue. But Yeah, and Blake Snell, the latest on him is that the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres are the teams most in on Blake Snell. Um, Snell, or Heyman also says don't count the Phillies there, but reiterates, uh, you know, the negotiations with NOLA and the $100 million gap they're on. But it seems like the three California teams... Uh, are the most in on Blake's on everybody apparently um yeah um so you know that makes sense they all have money to spend and uh that's that and if you have some money to spend you can go over to wheelhouse cards because that's a great place to spend some money they have two locations in Wayne and Westchester and wheelhouse is our go-to sports gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley their motto is cards and community because a love of sports is what brings us all together here. It unites us all. They carry all of your favorite brands like Topps Chrome Baseball and Mosaic Football, as well as T-shirts, hats, and hoodies from brands like Mitchell & Ness, uh, 47 brand, Junk Food, Starter, and my personal favorite, Shy Vintage Sports. And if you're looking to grade your sports card collection, well, they offer PSA grading submissions at Wheelhouse. They host a ton of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every single month. So make sure you're checking out Wheelhouse Cards. And when you stop in to either of their stores in Wayne or Westchester, open seven days a week at 11 a.m., use code PHLY to get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store. Also, be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. All uh, right. Well, Jamie, um, I feel like now's a great time for us to play a game. Would you uh, like to play a game? Uh, what game is that? <laughs> Tyler's hypothetical <laughs> trade game? Would yeah. you like to play, play a game? Yeah. <laughs> Halloween's over. Tyler, what do you got in store for us? Tyler's got a mystery or a yes, surprise trade trades. for us. So Tyler put together some graphics for us. We don't know who's involved in the trade. He put it together because Tyler also, you're probably the real jigsaw behind the screens making all these games that Jamie and I have to play. No, no comment. Um, <laughs> no comment at this so time. And so Tyler is going to flash the first mystery trade on the screen. You guys let us know your thoughts in the chat. If well, you be in or, in or I, out. Is I have what a we guess can call on one of these trades. One of them is the Phillies obtaining Ray's starting pitcher, Tyler No, Glass it's now. actually not. I'm going to call this segment wow. in or out. Okay. Yeah, so, so all I want to know, you're going to see this for the first time. Are you in on this trade? Are you out on this trade? And then on top of it, do you think that this is a fair trade? Because okay. I tried to do my best. This isn't like I'm shocked you didn't put Glasnow in This isn't like give me here. Corbin Burns and I'll give you a bag of balls. Well, like, no, it's Mick <laughs> Abel and uh, probably you know two other. All right, okay, okay, okay. Here's your first trade scenario. Phillies get for the podcast listeners. I will read this out loud. The Phillies get Corbin Burns and the Brewers get Mick Abel, Johan Rojas, Starlin Caba. Uh, Mick Abel is the Phillies' number two prospect. Caba is number thirteen. Uh, some might have them slightly higher, but generally in that ballpark. 
uh, and Johan Rojas, who I, I'm 100% in on that deal. I love that deal. Do it. Do it right now. Hell yes. It's so hard to say goodbye to Yoro, yeah. but peace. I'm yeah. in. Listen, that's a, that's actually a very fair trade. I think you that's get, very you fair, get some yeah. young, talented guys. Um, yeah, and the channel done. I'm in. John is yeah. saying. Eugene said I'm in. Say less. Greg saying I do that trade in a heartbeat. Yeah, honestly, I don't. You know what I'm getting from today, which. You know, we always have nuggets that we learn, but today I'm learning that we are in the wrong job, guys. Clearly, Dave and the Phillies need to talk to us. We should be the consultants because I don't know what to take. Like that deal to me makes sense for both teams, for especially the the, the immediate future. I'm in. Where do we Where do we sign? Where do we sign? Yeah, and everybody in the chat agrees, Tyler. That's probably <laughs> like exactly it, the ballpark of fairness. Uh, I think you're not getting Corbin Burns without giving up Mick Abel. Uh, I think that's. That's the cold hard That's reality fine. there, and um, I'm willing to gamble. Yeah, I mean, you're going to extend him as well. Center fielder and Johan Rojas. You but get if, two young yeah. rising prospects. Bye, Yoro. Oh wow, Dave. I was just I was just saying it's uh, Yoro. Oh wow. <laughs> I'd also do it just for those listening on the podcast. But Dave Wheeler just took a dagger at me, Burns. just so I don't have to say Yoro ever again. Ouch. That's not safe for work material, right there. Corbin Burns and Zach Wheeler together. All right, unanimous. I like yes, it. Yes, Tyler for trade number one. Woo! What is trade number two you cooked up in your graphics? I'm excited. So, so trade wow, number two. trading me also. Trade What's number happening? two includes multiple players coming back to the Phillies, but it's a larger uh, trade package that they are going to have to send to this team. This is a team that is notoriously cheap, and I can't believe one of the guys that are included have uh, have actually gotten a contract extension. This one's a little bit more of a pipe dream, I guess, but I like it uh, on my MLB The Show, at least. And uh, this is your move. Shane Bieber and Beams. Emmanuel is it Classe? Classe. Classe. Come to the Phillies, and the Guardians get Brandon Marsh, Mick Abel, Griff McGarry, Starlin Caba, and Nikau Puka Greco. Did I say that right? Yeah, you're, pretty, you're pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's their Phillies number 26 prospect? Um, so... Uh, I... I, mm, I prefer I, the last trade. I prefer the last one as well. <laughs> if I had to choose between this or that, because I'm Kava choosing the last one. Because had a really good one. year, and I think he's a guy that's like kind of a fast riser in the Phillies organization. So uh, yeah, I know you got to give something to get something. Both ones get you I able. Think I think it's a fair trade. I just wouldn't be in on the trade. You know, like I, I think it would it makes sense for the pieces that are changing. But if I had to choose on a trade, I, I would just say no. Not right now. Um, what's no. the, what, who, who's the holdup? Is it Marsh or is it too no, many prospects? No, it's not Marsh. No. Uh, just too many prospects. Like, I'd like to drop that down to three or four. Uh, but, yeah. again, if you're getting two guys yeah, in return. Yeah, that's what in the chat people are saying. Like, I'd do it, but just, like, a tighter trade. It's a bit too much. It's, I don't mind losing Marsh. No, um, I think that, honestly, I think that Brandon Marsh and Johan, I won't say Yoro. Oops, I did. Um, Johan Rojas, I think those guys have really – raise their capital to be great in a trade. But I do think it's just a lot of pieces. Uh, and Bieber, I think, has had some health concerns throughout his career. Yeah, so like that's what John's saying. You're too. not getting the same kind of durability you are with Burns a little bit. Um, Class A is going to cost a fortune, MBDBF saying. They signed through 28 on a super cheap yeah. deal. Well, that's why you'd have to give up a lot. I mean, yeah. if MLB The Show is approving it, that means it's, you well, know. That, the, that, that was just me. Joking around. There is a trade value <laughs> website, though, that I okay. put these numbers through. Oh, you didn't through. put it in MLB The Show? No, th there is. Because I figured they probably use that website in the game. So there is a website, and everybody has a calculable value. And, it, you know, it, it 
takes into account your your age, your contract, your productivity, and where you are in, in, right, the, in right. the, the, the organization. And so that one was a little bit of an overpay in, in terms of what the Phillies gave up. I think it came out to be like an 88-point deal. Like the Phillies were giving up 88 points and returning like 77. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, well, I definitely— Well, saying he would do it. I, I definitely prefer the Burns one uh, just because—but Bieber is 28, so, you know, if he is able to stay healthy here— he could be with Wheeler for the foreseeable future, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah you know, not not uh, not bad at all. But it's an expensive one uh, for Bieber, who uh, I, I haven't looked at his innings pitched over the years. Tyler, I feel like he rarely goes above like one seventy. Like, yeah. Um, so for that reason, depending on if you if like, and this goes back to the starting pitcher free agent market. If you strike out on guys, come back to me in two months with that deal. And I might say, yeah, hell yeah, do it. Like, yeah. cause if the Phillies don't acquire that front end of the rotation guy, the season changes entirely. So, so like, by yeah. the way, Bieber threw 200 innings last season. Okay. Two eight last year or, or two years ago, excuse me, in 2022, he threw 200 innings last year. He threw 128. His ERA jumped almost a full point. But before that he was three, two, one, six, three, one, two, eight. But the, uh, the only time that he, the only two years that he has thrown more than 30 games is 2019 and 2022. Yeah. Mm. That's, uh, that's but, you know, that's, that's the reality. I mean, it's the same thing with Blake Snell and, and some of these other guys. So durability is why Nola is as attractive as yeah. he is on the open market. Uh, one little other piece of nugget just to throw out there. Uh, the Phillies did not protect uh, yes. De La Cruz yesterday um, or two days ago. And the rule five protection just came out yesterday. He's the young six foot eight uh, potential power hitter for the Phillies who had a good year. He's by some accounts the number ten prospect in the system. Um, he's far to be selected in the Rule Five draft, uh, which is why they probably didn't protect him. Uh, but MJ Logan in our Phillies Discord channel, and if you want to become a uh, member of our Discord channel, all you have to do is become a diehard member here with us. Uh, at the All City Family, it's eighty bucks a year. You get a free T-shirt. You get the Discord membership. Uh, you get discounts to events we do and and watch parties and and some really cool stuff overall. So uh, you know it's a great bang for your buck. I've had some friends and family do it and they love it. Uh, so MJ Logan in the Discord channel asked us, "Is it better or worse if somebody doesn't <laughs> take him? Because if nobody <laughs> takes him, that means other teams are going." Nah, that kid doesn't have it. Yeah. But if somebody takes him, you lose him, and you're like, oh, damn, is that kid going to become the next Aaron Judge for somebody? Um, I don't know what's better, actually. I would prefer to keep him and hope he pans out. So I would say it's better if nobody claimed him. Uh, but if nobody claims him, then you go, oh, yeah. does this kid have a future? I don't know. I think because of how active everybody's been having discussions so far, if he's not at least included in discussions... That is concerning because it's like, are we the only ones that see potential in him and <laughs> yeah. nobody else does, yeah, yeah, yeah. which could be a good thing that maybe yeah. we're the only ones maybe that just see a late it. I don't know. I think it's something that time will tell because we, do, we just don't know. So the one thing too, guys, like, let me ask you this, objectively speaking, not take strip your Phillies fandom away for a second. Would Carlos De La Cruz make the Phillies 25, 26 man roster? No, not this mm-hmm. that's the case for a lot of people because yeah. if you're a rule five player, you have to be on yeah, the opening yeah, day yeah. roster. That's and the moment point. you get sent down, yeah. you yeah. get sent back. Yeah. So I think that it's it's not that Carlos De La Cruz is a bad player. I just it's, don't think he's does made, the team have a roster. He's just right. not really ready. He's not yeah. worth a roster but spot. But the potential yet. you would think, you know, some team like <laughs> the Oakland Athletics or 
a Kansas City Las Royals. Vegas to you. Oakland no more. Yeah. All right. We might as well talk about that since we're segueing naturally right into it. Uh, it, it. It got officially approved this morning that the Oakland athlete, a athletics are going to become the Las Vegas athletics Everyone's moving to Vegas. Uh, apparently they're going to be nomads from 2025 to 2027. Now I didn't read the passing story enough and, and for excuse me, uh, what is the plan during those, that two year period? So I believe they're going to go play some games at their triple a stadium. They're going to play some games at Oracle park when the giants aren't, aren't playing wow. there, which I can't imagine the giants yeah. are super thrilled about. No, I wouldn't think so. Uh, but it's going to be, yeah, like like you said, they're literally going to be like wandering nomads for the next couple of years. That's so Which weird. Is such a, it is very odd. Las Vegas yeah, it's is gonna take becoming until a legit sports 2027 um, before ballpark is proposed to be finished. So with the lease ending in 2024... It just leaves them homeless weird. at this weird point, which is very weird because it was a unanimous decision to move to Vegas with knowing. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah, of course you don't have anywhere to, yeah, to play. Yeah, get a team in Vegas. Yeah, go ahead. Oakland sucks. Let's get yeah. to Vegas. Our players will love it. Well, um, Vegas, uh, Vegas has been obviously increasing all of their teams. Shout out to the Aces who won back to back WNBA championships. Kelsey Plum. Um, mm-hmm. what up? Exactly. The, they've got the Golden Knights. Um, they've got the Raiders, but they also financially had have already approved for the the Raiders' new one point five billion dollar thirty thousand seat. Um, Stadium, the what stadium that, for the stadium. What is yeah, that it looks like a toaster. Well, that's the one that's going to be for the A's. It's going to be near Allegiant Stadium, I should say. And then Allegiant Stadium and Tebow Mobile Arena are already. They mark so my it's words. Just ching, 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 ching. LeBron James is going to own an NBA franchise in Las Vegas. Well, Tom Brady already does. He's got a part of the Raiders, and he's got a part of the the, the Aces, Aces right? yeah. Uh, yeah, I think LeBron's going to so – I think, I think I, he's going to start a franchise in I Las think Vegas. it actually makes sense. We've seen – this is not the first time we've seen a team move out of Oakland, Raiders. Um, but it's this sad. Is, it is sad. But Oakland and, and San – like, I, I, I kind of get it in a, in a weird way, and I know Oakland and San Fran are t- totally different worlds. Yeah. They're so close. Like, to have the same product right across the bridge from one another, I feel like that's tough – um, just logistically, I know there's a ton of people in California, so but just, really, they're just so close. Really and I know quickly, New York can pull it off. My, I was going to say, that's my issue with the fact that if you look at, I, I remember looking in the past at an image of all the cities that have professional teams, you know, by league. And it's a lot of East coast, West coast, but it's crazy because you have in New York, the Jets, the Giants, they're all right there playing at, at MetLife in New Jersey, actually. You have in, in um, Los Angeles, obviously, they have multiple teams for multiple leagues. The fact that you have two basketball teams, you've got multiple. It it's crazy to me that you have all these L.A. teams, all these New York teams, but then you don't have other major cities. So I love the fact that there is the expansion into Vegas and seeing that they're proposing a ballpark with a retractable roof and that $1.5 yeah, cool. billion dollar deal, it does at least allow expansion because Oakland is so close already to like San Francisco, Oakland. It's, it's, it's the, the Bay area is so close together. Yeah, as no, is. So Las Vegas, Vegas is also a, a tr- huge attraction. Yeah, of course. And it's also a bonus for the teams that are, when you're playing home games that your away teams might not be the most disciplined coming in and be hitting up the casinos or something like well, the, that. The rumor on the, in the betting world is that the road team in Miami automatically, I think gives up a point and a half or two Miami's because, another spot. because they work it into the equation that the road team is going to be out partying. Mm-hmm. It would most likely be the same situation. It is 
the say. same thing for Vegas right now. Um, Depending on the sport. I don't think it's going to sway football much because those guys are a little different. There's only 17 games a year. But like baseball, when you're on the road for 82 games over six, seven months of the season, like those guys are going to go out and party. Uh, without a Basketball doubt. Basketball players like their expensive red wines. Uh, and somebody, John Dickerson's comment in the chat said, LeBron's Vegas team will play at the Hair Club I, for Men Arena. I was not going to read that because I'm a LeBron <laughs> fan, and I hey, will not stand I, for the LeBron I, I'm a LeBron fan, too. Line, okay? But as a member of the bald community, I, I can find humor <laughs> in that, and I feel like I'm in a safe space to read that. Uh, so thank yeah. you for the chuckle, John Dickerson. Well, uh, in other news, I know Jose Perez, welcome in Jose, brings up Rob Thompson needing a contract extension pronto. We did see Rob Topper was down at Wells Fargo. He ahead of... <laughs> <laughs> but he was there. He was there, he guys. The he was there at Wells Fargo ahead of the Sixers' uh, second straight loss as they lost to the Celtics. Rob was ringing the bell, or at least he tried to ring the bell because Topper couldn't find the beller. But it looked—it was looked like he was having fun. He looked—he looked like this the, is a participation uh, the trophy type of a show, right? Of he did the well Phillies in the NLCS <laughs> games six and seven. Uh, when he swung and missed at the bell. <laughs> I feel like it's on brand, though. Maybe it was an inside joke that we missed. I feel like it was on brand to come there, and everyone expects you to get a big hit, and you struck out. I, uh, <laughs> I, I have claimed to being one of the worst bell ringers ever. So me and Rob were the same. But did you at least hit the bell? Yeah, I, I smacked the bell pretty so good. So at least you yeah. made contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're ahead of Rob. Yeah, I have that. in my Twitter bio as the Sixers' <laughs> worst ever bell ringer. Because there was three of us. I got one smack. And apparently you're a bird up. killer, too. Uh, was that you? Was that another Jamie? I hit a duck or a goose once when I was a kid. I didn't kill it, but oh, I had immediate. That's it was traumatizing. One of those things on the canal where you like you're skimming rocks and you you're hit like, it with a rock. Yeah, you're not trying to hurt it. You're trying to like scare them, and I and I caught one like in the neck, and I felt <laughs> I felt really bad, and I never did that again. So maybe that's the story. Bill's got beer. Bill walks in with beer and sunglasses yeah. on. I love it. Wait, what? You yeah, threw a like, rock at a at a goose? They're huge. Yeah, I was skimming rocks. Did it make stuff. a noise? Uh, I don't remember. Let's not bring it up. I <laughs> have PTSD so about it. Oh my god! I'm a soy boy lib. Oh my goodness! It's so horrible. Um, oh my but lord! I no, I'm not like a no bird killer or something. Somebody said bird killer. Yeah, you have a bird killing story. Bird. I think that's my bird story. I don't uh, know. I don't know. It's I'm pretty bad. I'm not walking bad. around killing birds. You know, it's just stupid young boy stuff. Oh, man. Um, I'm sure. Didn't, didn't we have something at our, at our previous employer? Wasn't there a bat or something you caught? Was that it? No. I you didn't caught catch a or, or a big-ass bug or something like that? Bugs, I, bugs don't bother me. I thought there was something at, at the last stop. That, like, I don't know. Man. That, that was, yeah, that Mickey was a, said a, the a backyard incident. incident. Oh, uh, spill the bean. The backyard incident. Like you're spelling. Oh, I stepped on a dead something bear. You killed the nest. You killed a bird's nest. uh, An egg fell out. Yeah. Oh, okay. That bird story. Right. Oh Um, my gosh, you have more than one. You're a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting next to a murderer. So they made a nest behind my shutter in the front of my house, and for the longest time, it wasn't a problem. But then it started getting like bigger and bigger, and like falling out of the sides and the bottom. So I tried to remove the shutter. And try and like you know escort it out, not knowing there was eggs in there, and one of the eggs. You didn't look in there first. I couldn't really see because it's the shutter. What and about your behind. phone? No, I mean it's like you're you're dealing with like that much space. Okay, fair. Uh, so I I salvaged most of the eggs and let them alone, uh, but one fell out, and then the birds started um, like dive bombing us, <laughs> and they started like sitting on my deck, like staring at our door, and they were like 
either scratching or rubbing their beak against the door. I have a picture of it. It's deserved. Yeah, they were like, they were out for blood. Um, Did you touch any of the eggs? No. Good. No, but eventually, you know, they got the eggs out of there. Let the birds hatch. And then I cleaned it. But yes, I killed a, uh, I guess, a sparrow egg or something. Oh, my God, it's awful. I mean, that's what any parent would do. You would do the same for Paige and Skylar. You'd go attacking. We have trees everywhere go build they're a nest going, in the tree not behind looking, my shutter they were looking for a safe Stup- spot stupid to- birds now you're getting me angry at birds don't be angry at them Maybe get out of my shutter there's house, trees everywhere have more space where they can have a nice <laughs> it's nest not my job them. to provide housing for them <laughs> it is yeah you're supposed to be a man yeah. of the community i'll show you the picture oh uh, my gosh but yeah, they were like uh, you know, the going ch- against the glass. Guys, in the chat, I know they're saying, uh, I used to I answer the magnifying glass. I'm not a serial <laughs> bird killer. You're, you're sociopathic. No, I'm behavior. not. I was trying to clean out the bird's nest from my shutters. Who cleans out a bird's nest with eggs still was, in there? Have you seen a bird's nest? They I have seen, I've seen many bird's nests. It's disgusting. It's trash. Because I'm sorry, they can't go into like a store and buy proper bird's nest material. They have to use what they've got in nature. Well, don't they've do it behind my shutters. And bird's and, nest are us is a perfect leaves, uh, like, store opportunity. I'm getting teamed up on here. Those bastards were behind my shutters. Next time, let's make sure they go shop on Amazon. (laughs) I mean, they only have a limited amount of spots to buy what they need for their house. And you shouldn't touch it until you know they're born and gone. I didn't know they were in there. I couldn't see. But you knew that they've been active, right? Uh, Not really. I hadn't seen any come or go. I just thought it was an abandoned (sighs) bird's nest at that point. Screw those birds. (laughs) You guys are teaming up on me. Wow. Well, it's... I have nothing witty to say to, to, to segue into my <laughs> Screw those read. Birds. I was going to try, but I don't want to because I'm sad about the birds. But what can make you happy is the game time app. Because when you need to get away and go watch a concert or a game because you've got a buddy that's a serial killer of birds, you can go to the game time app and find some great tickets. They allow you to see where you're going to be sitting at the arena, the stadium, the ballpark, the concert, the comedy show. With a great price at the Game Time app, you can also use code PHLY. Get $20 off of your purchase. Again, for those listening on podcast platforms, code PHLY. Get $20 off your purchase at the Game Time app. So we can make sure that we are working through our frustration and sadness as we mourn the loss of an innocent baby bird. Mm. Chirp Kelly over here next to me. Um, Tough look. <laughs> I Fuck just that bird. <laughs> Oh my yeah. God, it's getting worse. I know, because everybody's teaming up on me. Oh my Screw goodness. Screw you guys. I'm going to go build a bird's nest in your gutters and shutters. I have bird's nests that I've seen oh, all over. great. I, you feed, I, you I bring them worms the too? I do. I, you bird. feed them, you make sure they're no. okay. I was trying to clean move. out their trash. No, Disgusting. their trash is a nest. They're vectors of disease. They're filthy animals. So Screw are that bird. We, but are, is somebody going to go around and kill our nest in hopes? No. <laughs> Screw all you people. You in the chat, <laughs> Tyler, Renee, everybody I've out there watching. Right everybody's teaming up on me for taking care of my house. I don't want to be lumped into anything. Yeah. I didn't say a Tyler, word. Tyler, whose side are you on? Mine or, <laughs> <laughs> or James or uh, Chirp Kelly over here? <laughs> who's one. killed more ducks than Carson Wentz, according oh to MBDBF? God, no. Goose Lynch. Man, right. guys, again, don't know what you're you think you know somebody. We've been doing so many shows. We've passed the 50 show mark, by the way. Have Tyler really? and I realized we hit our 50th anniversary. Actually, ironically enough, the day after Tyrese Maxey dropped 50 points in the Sixers went over the Pacers. We us. turned around and dropped episode number 50. And even 50 episodes in, it just shows I don't really know this guy next to me. <laughs> 
come over and kick my dog. Yeah, we're going to start comparing dogs to birds that build stuff on your house. <laughs> Disgusting birds. No, everybody's making, no, you guys are backing me into a corner. And I'm going to fight my way out and we can fight my way out and guess that ballpark. No, and, no, right, and no cheating right, today. All right, let's talk about and birds that aren't real. Spiral out's right. Birds aren't real. Wait, what? What yeah, do you mean they're, they're not real? They're moving, breathing, eating, functioning animals. No, they're, they're spy devices sent out there by the government to watch all of us. You don't know about this? You're not woke? <laughs> You're not woke, Renee? Birds wow. aren't real. You get a little Friendsgiving with a little seasoned <laughs> lunch and some wine, and all of a sudden, Jamie knows how to use woke properly no, with the right know, term and the right. You don't right. know about birds aren't real movement? Birds are real. No, I no don't know. what I know is it's a conspiracy theory for people to mm -hmm. go around and mm -hmm. attack innocent birds, especially eggs that can't even defend themselves because you want to claim that birds aren't real. Yeah. Well, don't build on my house, robots. Your house is literally for. Your trees thank are you, for birds. Thank you, Crabs. Oh. Yeah, the trees. Yes, thank you. I agree. But the your, trees are for birds. Your shutters were a well, great shutters spot. shutters are mine. But just like you couldn't get to the shutter, nobody else could either. That's why the bird, the mama bird and papa bird, that was a great spot their for, trash to grow their family. Their trash was falling out of the sides. People were walking <laughs> up fall. to my house going, just like we let it burn. a bird's nest let it like, taking over the shutter. I'm like, you I know, it's gross. You just sweep up what falls. I let it live there for like a year. And then finally my wife was like, okay, it's getting It was on the back side of it? No, the front door, right next to the window. The window next to, to the, the window. door. Screw those to the birds, fall. those stupid robot birds. All right, let's get to guess that ballpark. And, right. and no, let's no, just, no let's cheating. Let's throw today. this out there because as you're getting backed into a corner and frustrated, so am I. Because all of a sudden, guys, we've got rules on guess that ballpark. We've done <laughs> guess that ballpark for a whole week now. We never established any rules. The whole, the only rule was Tyler comes up with an outline of a ballpark, drops it on the show, we guess. Please tell me where we made up rules. To to not tush look push. at pictures I'm of calling you, I'm that start calling you Jamie Tush Push Lynch. I didn't think we needed to establish don't <laughs> cheat as a rule. I'm not fully cheating. I'm like uh -huh. just referring to a list of names that may have an icon that shows the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, MBDBDBF. I don't even know who Jamie is anymore. People eat eggs. Yeah, how are you an Eagles fan and you don't think birds are real? And then Those you're out here birds killing are real. birds. They're eight and one. Oh my God! And by the way, you can check me out on the pre and post game Monday night as they take on the Chiefs in Kansas City. <gasps> you know, we should be excited about the rematch of the Super Bowl, but instead we're getting all the updates on Taylor Swift and her family going to the game and what they're going to wear and yada, yada, yada. But anyways, let's play this game because I'm ready to advance to three. What do you got over there on the screen? Right <laughs> all right, so. I have my nothing. So, uh, barring cheating being, uh, oh my God. Yes, be, be, we have a, uh, we have a committee meeting after, after the <laughs> show. Rules committee. Uh, and Renee, I has gotten, Renee has got, yeah, no doubt. You're not invited. Rules you don't get committee. invited to your own cheating committee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not, you, Tom Wait, Brady wasn't was our... invited, in, invited into the, oh, uh, I'm the flake Tom Brady? meetings. I'll I mean, that. would you prefer Belichick? No, I no, I'll take being Tom Brady. All right, so it, barring that, Renee has two <laughs> correct. Uh, Jamie has one correct. The chat, I think, at this point has gotten three or four right. They've done a pretty good job yeah, so far. Yeah, chat's better than me. So here is uh, today's ballpark. Wait, Assuming I What was yesterday's again? Yesterday's was PNC. Number no, you got no, it right. No, no, no. Yesterday's looked. was Chase. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, get PNC it right yesterday. I got before. it wrong. You got it right the day before when you were cheating. Um, all right, You're go ahead. You're just salty. Yeah, I'm Because salty. I decided to... Ooh, that left center. Can I'm gonna have to start? Uh, I'm gonna have to start a list of the the parks that we. That's cheating. No, 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 that's no. That acceptable. Have, that the ones you've used is presented. okay. I have a list already. Would you like to use my list? 
I'm going to go. Would you like me to share with you? Can I ask if this one has been used yet? Because I don't think it has. The Astro Stadium. Wait, Wait have, what? Are you saying, have we used the Astros? Or are you saying, has this picture been used? No, has the Astro Stadium been used previously? No. Like on the show? That's my guess. You say Minute Maid? Yes. Okay, Minute, Minute Maid. Maid has, I'm going I, Minute Maid Park. I don't believe Minute Maid has been no, used right. yet. Minute Maid Park, final answer. I'm trying not too hard to think about these. I'm just going to fire from the hip, and I'm going Minute Maid today. Chances are I'm probably wrong. Savannah Bananas. <laughs> this is not fun anymore. Ooh. I don't want to play this game anymore. It's not. Ooh. I don't think it's Citizens Bank Park. It very much could be Citizens Bank Park. It's got that left center jut. We already did. I don't like Honeydew, Dave. We have not done Oracle yet. I don't believe. That does kind of look like Citizens Bank Park. <gasps> I can't get Citizens Bank Park one wrong. I'm, I'm going to stick with Astros. Oh, man. Chuck but if it's Citizens Bank Park, I'm walking so off. Spiral Renee can do the read and close out the show. And I'm Spiral out go saying drink. Miami. Chuck's also saying Astros. De Neil's saying not definitely Minute not Minute Maid. We've got some Citizens I Bank Park. I they had that wall jut San out too, and then the weird center field. Um, the walls are throwing me for a bit. <laughs> Is that a silhouette of Tyler's head? Actually, it kind of looks <laughs> like it. If it's Citizens Bank Park, I'm going to be so, it's gonna okay, ruin my it day. It does look the same as yesterday, Martian Lynch. I'm it gonna, looks like Citizens Bank Park. I kind of want to stick with... I said City Field like three times Damn now, and it. I've been wrong. Um, it's probably Citizens Bank But then Park. I kind of want to go with like... Did we do... Air we didn't do Arizona. Arizona was yesterday, yesterday wasn't it? Yeah, I believe. Or two oh, days ago. Okay. We, we That's did it this week. Yeah. Um, All right, we're starting the 15-second countdown. Wait, why do I get... What are these new rules? Because you take six minutes and you Google image stuff. I'm not Googling anything. I just have to I'll think. give you 20 seconds. Oh, I'm my gosh. You guys are so mean, right bird killer. Night. And Jigsaw over there. 15. Um, oh, my God. I can't think with you counting out loud. I want to go... I want to go. Ten. I want to go with. No, it definitely looks like at Citizens Bank Park. I'm gonna be. So Wait, angry. has the answer been said? Five. I'm gonna. I wanted to go with Truist, but I don't know. I'm gonna. Three. No, you're annoying. Two, I'm telling on you. One. No. I'm gonna Final go answer. bolts. Oh, it's gonna be Citizens Bank Park. I'm gonna no. be so miserable. You're gonna have to do I'm the so last nervous. read as I storm out and go guzzle some red wine. It's. It's Final answer. Right, give me an, give me Baltimore. An answer. All right, Renee, Baltimore. Jamie, you said what? I'm sticking with Minute Maid. People okay. are saying no, it's, it's probably, definitely Citizens Bank Park. It's Citizens Bank. Yep. Wow, that's embarrassing. I knew it as soon as I. Well, I submitted the final answer, and then I saw that jut in left center, and I went, "Nope, that's Citizens Bank Park." All right. Well, that was fun. I hate this game. Um, I hate birds. And well, uh, see I you hate later. this game because you guys made it not fun. Bird it's killer. <laughs> Bird oh, killer. We made it by not fun by uh, disallowing you to cheat. Because you're messing up my. I had a flow and a rhythm going. A you're, flow you're, of trying you're, to Google the answer. Now, no, now you're counting. Now we're making up rules. Spiral out says Wow, it's not that easy, guys. Well, some of you, it is easy for you. You know what's easy, Renee? Foco. I'm doing the read. I don't want to do the read. But I will do the read. So if you want to go to Citizens Bank Park, you can always rock some great gear while you go there. I'm going to say this as unenthusiastically as possible because people like to ruin No, games. no, 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 no. We need to get paid <laughs> This isn't Foco's fault. This isn't Foco's fault. Foco! You weren't allowed to cheat today. Don't take it out on Foco. Congrats. Great people.
Congratulations to those of you that got it right. How do you know how do you host a Philly show and not know your I own knew it was, so, but I already submitted Minute Maid Park. Listen, it's harder than you think. It's the pressure. But what's not difficult is going to FOCO and making a great purchase because they've got some merchandise for you. Shirts, apparel, hats, slippers, bobbleheads, collectibles, whatever it is you're looking to rock at Citizens Bank Park or any other game for that matter. You can go to FOCO. You can use code PHLY, get 10% off of your purchase. And now you can feel even better about yourselves when you're out cheering for your teams and you're rocking some great gear. So go over to, <laughs> go over to FOCO and use that code PHLY to get 10% off of your purchase. And yes, John, I am. you can get rid of FOCO before mm. I make this statement. I am sitting next to the Hannibal Lecter of yeah. birds. People eat rare eggs all the See, time. I don't, I don't know. really know how I'm supposed to focus mm -hmm. on being on, you know, guessing the ballpark and things like that. When I'm finding out I'm sitting next to a serial bird killer and jigsaw and you guys are counting and you're cheating. We're cheating now. Yes. This is an interesting <laughs> spin zone by you. All right. Well, for Tyler Zuli, Renee Washington, I'm Chirp Kelly. Uh, thanks for checking out the PHLY Phillies podcast. We're going to go dive into some of our friends giving dishes that we made over there, including some delicious uh, sparrow egg deviled eggs that I made um, from my backyard, Renee. So please help. try them. They're Send very help. good. Uh, but for everybody, thanks for hanging out with us today. We will be back tomorrow, 1130. I guess we'll be back. Will we be back? I don't know. Uh, one of us might maybe be back. Maybe Pete is coming after us after this one. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. They'll I don't shut know. us down. Send help, guys. Send help. Uh, but thank you for joining us. I'm glad you guys had fun today between food, birds, guess that ballpark, trade trivia and things. It's been a blast today. Let's go have some more fun today, tomorrow. Uh, and, yes, it will be at 1130 that we'll be back yes. on the show for PHOI Phillies podcast for more chaos, baseball, and who knows what else. See you next time. Silly like the mayor. 